Welcome to Evolve Her the Podcast, a space for growth, inspiration, and elevation. It's for the girl on her journey to be her authentic self and for those who are looking to define their past and upgrade their thinking. Each week, we'll discuss topics to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. I'm your host, Kay Simone, so let's get started. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Evolve Her, the podcast. And I know y'all are probably like, child, where has this girl been? She made two episodes and just left us hanging, huh? <laughs> so let me go ahead and get all of my excuses out of the way. So excuse number one, my MBA program started back and I am in my fourth out of sixth class and things are getting real and then not only that you know coronavirus was going on and i found out it was going to be online when i am not an online type of girl and then my second excuse is at work we had to convert a four thousand person conference into a virtual conference figure out how we were going to make that value um, of the money spent equal the value online um, cancel some contracts with hotels, with conventions, everything just started kind of getting overwhelming. And I think I chose to just quit the newest thing that was going on in my life, which was the podcast. And then during my last podcast episode, y'all, I figured out that my microphone wasn't working. So the whole time I was recording on my MacBook, which is fine. The audio is fine. Uh, but that really made me upset because I spent a lot of money on that microphone. And I kept looking at it. I'm like, the red button is not on. Like, I can't be recording at this microphone. And true enough, I wasn't. The thing is broke. And so, of course, I'm an overthinker and in my mind, I think everything means something. And instead of automatically going to, you need to buy a new microphone, I went to, okay, am I supposed to be doing this right now? <laughs> um, yes, I'm that type of person. I see everything as a sign. And so I took a break. I was just like, you need to pause. You need to sit still. You need to hear God's voice. You need to get into the books that you have to see if you get an answer. Continue to spend time with God and figure this thing out. So now that my excuses are out of the way, that leads me into y'all. If you're starting a business, if you're starting a podcast, if you're trying to create a brand, be consistent, keep going, don't get discouraged. Um, a lot of things in my life, and I told y'all this podcast is going to be transparent as possible, so that's what I'm doing. A lot of things in my life, um, I stop, and that just started, honestly, in my 20s. I never had this issue in high school, never had this issue in college for real, um, honestly, but I sit on a lot of my skills and honestly, that is benefiting no one and is doing myself such a disservice. So understand that your first couple of things will not be perfect. Understand that when you begin, you won't know everything. You won't have everything figured out. Um, but you have space to grow and people who are going to believe in you will believe in you. People who are going to listen 
are going to listen. So shout out to those people who have reached out to me and asked me, how is Evolve Her going? Um, and why haven't I created any more episodes? Thank you for checking in. Thank you for holding me accountable. And thank you for understanding my excuses. And I'm still going to call them um, excuses regardless. And so, like I said, being transparent as possible, I want you guys to understand you're going to hear a lot of ums. You're going to hear a lot of pauses. You're going to hear some things that I probably should edit out, but I'm going to keep in there just because I want this thing to be authentic as possible. And I want us to be able to come together to be comfortable enough to make mistakes and share our journeys with each other. Okay, y'all, so now that I've given you excuses about where I've been and set the table um, about why I stopped, I just want to come to you with a brand new episode. That last episode, we were able to talk about decluttering your mind and how to declutter your mind to truly walk into what God has called you to do or who you are called to be. This week is a conversation between Baronique Bailey and myself, where we'll be talking about the death of comparisons and comparing yourself to other people. So to start off, I'm just going to introduce Veronique. Veronique is the creator of Favorite and Fabulous and the host of the Favorite and Fabulous podcast, a platform that encourages others to develop a deeper relationship with God, to discover and walk in their God-given purpose. Through her own testimonies and life lessons, Veronique holds back nothing in her work to help others reach their fullest potential and climb new heights. As a communications and marketing manager, Veronique spends her days developing campaigns and strategies to enhance engagement, social media, and more. A native of both Nashville, Tennessee and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Veronique enjoys dancing, reading, podcasting, slash blogging, traveling and singing, and karaoke in her spare time. Favorite and Fabulous can be found on Facebook at Favorite and Fabulous, and then on Instagram at Favorite and Fabulous underscore and then you can also follow veronique on um, instagram at veronique bailey and that's b-e-r-i-n-i-q-u-e-b-a-l-e-y so let's get into the episode guys good morning khadijah so excited to be doing this episode with you uh, on death to comparisons how you doing today girl i'm good how are you veronique I am good too. Just I'm I'm pumped, honestly. Yeah. I just feel like this is about to just break some chains, honestly. And I just I'm excited to see um, or just to hear um, what we have to say and and how God's just gonna use this moment. So, right. yep, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna just be transparent as possible. Just about comparison, about, you know, things that every day that people are dealing with and you, you kind of don't even want to speak about it because you, a lot of people don't even want to admit that they're comparing themselves all the time yes. or, you know, the battle with those thoughts. So I'm excited as well. We are on the same page, ready to like, just put it, put it into it. Okay. Let's just kill it. Let's just put, <laughs> put some dev comparisons. We're coming for you. Everything we got. All right. <laughs> So I guess just we can just get into it to set the foundation, kind of just defining what comparison is or like what kind of what way would you describe it? I would say, honestly, it's those thoughts that 
create trouble, honestly, because you're sitting there and you're looking at someone else's life, not really recognizing what, you know, God has given you your present, who you are. And you're kind of looking at them and wondering, why don't I have that? Or why uh, were they blessed with this? And God, I've been serving you and, you know, you promised me this and I haven't gotten mm-hmm. it yet. Honestly, it's like they say, I mean, it's it's really the thief of joy, seriously. Um, it's it's that's what it is. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And even just like Googling that definite, I mean, like the definition of the word compare is to estimate, measure, or note the similarity or dissimilarity between things. So it's basically like pointing out the resemblances or equivalences to something else. And it's like examining one thing um, to another with the intent to note the differences. So Mm -hmm. we're like comparing ourselves even to other people. It's like we're specifically looking at them versus us. And like, that that's that's dangerous that's the thief of joy so um really just from there kind of going into um what example what are examples of things that people compare i would say like things from as simple as like your body type your hair type um when we were kids i think of comparing stuff like shoes oh he has cooler shoes than i do and growing you know in age even now comparisons are deeper so so you're comparing your relationship to somebody else. I know people who compare their kids or their kids' mm-hmm. um, development to other people. We compare cars, houses, who has the better business, who has this or who has that. And a lot of times it's done because the things that we see seem so much better than what we have. Exactly. Like, you know, it's it's easy to compare your car to somebody else's if they're driving around in a car that you think you ought to have. And people don't realize, you know, I think one thing that stood out for me about the car situation is, yes, they may have a better car, but then, you know, they may have a car note. So a lot of people don't look at, you know, we're also we're looking at that exterior, you know, yeah. the things that people are doing to necessarily uh, appear better. And I think that we are living in this Instagram life. You know, and it's starting, it's starting to spill out on our, our actual lives, if you get what I'm saying. Come on, Instagram life. <laughs> that is so true. It makes us so dissatisfied with what we have, just looking at, like, that highlight that we see on other people's feeds. For sure, for sure. Um, I would say some of the things that we also compare ourselves to, um, like you said, and I'm going to take it back to Instagram, Um I used to be heavy on Instagram, um, use it all the time. Um, and this was more so back in college, but then now that I've graduated, um, just Instagram really is a place where it's full of comparison. It's a feed of photos, highlight reels, and things of that nature. And we don't realize that people are posting their highlight reels. People aren't getting on there and posting their troubles. Right. And times you you sit there and you're just like, oh, they got this done today and not knowing, you know, the other backside of things. Um, so like you said, body parts, hair, makeup, um, cars, things that, you know, you don't really know the insights of, like I said, their life. So Exactly. You compare yourself to a car. You don't know what that person had to sacrifice to get that car, save up for that car. Or how they might be struggling to pay their car note. Exactly. So, yeah. Those highlight reels are dangerous for sure. And 
So when we get to like talking about like the causes or like the roots of comparing ourselves to others, what would you say some of those are? Honestly, when I was looking, you know, reviewing that question or whatever, um, I would say our life experiences really have shaped um, comparison. Like I said, I know I brought up Instagram and we do live in a social media world, but also new experiences in life. Um, just putting it out there, I know I feel like a lot of mine came from uh, broken relationships and um being in situations where men were cheating um, and not saying all men cheat or anything like that. I'm just putting out <laughs> personal experience, uh, um, you know, where my, some of my, you know, insecurities came from, the, you know, how, when I started comparing myself or whatever the case may be. Cause at first I've always viewed myself honestly as a confident person, as a confident being. Um, yeah. I never really had those issues in high school, honestly. And then when I started to get into college, started taking, dating more seriously, you know, encountering these men who are not seeing my worth. And then I'm comparing myself to other women like, okay, am I not good enough for that? Like, what is, what does she have that I don't have? Or what do they have? So a lot of my things, honestly, I, my, my first part of my insecurities and comparison and stuff that definitely came from broken relationships I can say that and then of course going back social media has opened our eyes <laughs> to way more than we probably would see um before you know yeah I agree I would I would say you know the same notes that I took sound very similar to yours just about you know comparing ourselves like comparing our past, our present, and and even what we think about the future to other people. So for me, just I've struggled with comparison before and comparing my childhood experiences or family, like um, like family dynamics to other people's family dynamics. And just, you know, people may even be struggling just comparing like what seems to what seems to be the right thing that we should be doing, even with COVID-19 to other people. So exactly. I would say like these kind of things are rooted in in our own insecurities. Like mm-hmm. for me, I know a lot of times when I've found myself comparing um, myself to other people and I know people who, who I've spoken to about the same topic, it's sometimes because we don't feel good about ourselves or we don't feel good about what we're doing. And I've even known people who have said they've, compare themselves to others and how other people are loved or perceived to be loved so when it comes to like like you said looking at other people's relationships or really even looking at friendships it doesn't have to necessarily be romantic relationships but if you see somebody who has a birthday maybe they have 20 people telling them happy birthday but you don't have anybody telling you happy birthday that can form a comparison wedge you know and even for me I know like my comparison journey has been very interesting but a lot of times Khadija I find myself comparing myself to people when I know deep down that I am not operating at 100 percent so it's so easy it's so easy to like compare myself and um you know become envious of what I see if if I know I'm not doing what God really really wants me to be doing exactly I've experienced that as well um having to tell myself, well, are you truly putting your best foot forward? I mean, even when you um, reached out to me on Instagram, I was like, hey, girl, are you all right? Girl, I was embarrassed because I was like, and, and not, you know, towards you or anything, but I just was like, 
I'm so happy she's holding me accountable. Um, but at the same time, you know better, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just feel like, you know, that's one of those things as well. Like you said, I'm not operating at 100 percent. And thank God, that, you know, we do have people who are who are going to hold us accountable. But like you said, that's a comparison thing. That's like you have to look and say, OK, yeah, they got the degree before I did or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm on my journey. I'm on my way. But am I putting in that 100 percent? Yes, that's good. That's good. And I even when I when I think about comparisons, like I can't help but think about like what I've seen in the Bible or like read in the Bible about this topic. And the Bible literally urges us not to compare ourselves to each other. And in Second yep. Corinthians ten twelve, it says not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves one by another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. So it's basically saying when you compare yourself to one another, to another person, like another walking, talking, living, breathing being on this earth, you out of order. You are yep. out of order and without understanding. And we don't really grasp that when it's happening. You know, a lot of stuff is so much easier said than done, but we really aren't supposed to be comparing, um, comparing ourselves in that way. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just up to us to understand like what God has put in us and what the purpose that he has on each of us. Like we really have to do our part in, um, in doing that. Like we're talking about operating at a hundred percent, like girl, literally I reached out to you because God put you on my heart to reach out. I'm like, where is she at? Where were you at girl? Like it wasn't on no, like no ill intent or anything. And it, 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 it aches my heart even to know, like you were like, ah, but at the end of the day, girl, that was God. Obviously God was like, come on, come on, Khadija, where you at? Like, let's, Let's get it together. I think, you know, just sidebar, I feel like we need that, though. Like, we need people to be like, uh-uh, come on, get back on your game. Like, where you exactly. at? You know? Exactly. Yeah, no, definitely. I didn't take it in a bad way. I just was more so, like, my heart dropped. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, she got me. Like, in a good way, though. You know, like, one of those things where, you know, if you... Maybe if I bow out, people don't notice. But then it's like, uh, no, we we noticing, and you need to get that going. So that's yes, girl. But like I said, my my stomach was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. Well, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, exactly. let's get it. Thank you. <laughs> so when we talk about um, you know, the struggles with comparison, I know we've kind of touched on that a little a little bit, but um. I can add some some to that when I think about have I ever compared myself? Of course, the answer is yes. But I've compared myself again to like the highlights or the success or the purpose even that I see in other people. But here's the, the tricky part in that. It's like when I've compared myself to people, it's like seeing them live the life that I wish I lived. Like mm-hmm. seeing them do. And again, this goes back to the operating at 100 percent thing. Like if I know I'm not but they look like they are, then it's easy to compare myself. But the thing is, like, you really don't know if you compare yourself to somebody who has a business. You don't know if God told them to start that business. You don't know what that's going to look like five years from now. But also, you don't know the things that they've had to struggle with, suffer with, or, like, just be hard on themselves and be disciplined about to get to that point. And so when it comes to, like, how that made me feel, measuring myself up, to somebody else's highlight made me realize that, you know, 
I have been that person. Like yeah. I have been in a relationship where I posted the highlight reel and it was horrible. Like totally, mm-hmm. totally ungodly. Like just, just not in his will at all. And very toxic. And but the things that were posted, the things that were said, like so many people aspired to have that relationship right. or called it relationship goals or called it a power couple. And that stuff at that time fed my insecurities. But mm-hmm. also, you know, allow me to, like I say, be in that position to be the person that's posting the highlights. So when it came down to realizing in my own self and the things that really helped deliver me from comparison is understanding, like, you really don't know the story behind that good, bad or indifferent. Like, you don't know mm-hmm. if these people are just posting the good stuff, but going through hell and high water, like on a day to day basis. So it's important. It was important for me. I know when I you know, had to come out of that is to understand if I'm not operating at a hundred percent, I'm going to compare myself to somebody else, but also even at a hundred percent, if I'm seeing something or looking at something that is making me maybe feel inferior or insecure, like I have to kind of get to the root of that. Like what is it about that? Yeah, I agree. There's always a root. Um, I like what, you know, you just said about, you know, you're looking at, someone else or, you know, we're seeing other things and we don't know the backstory. Um, One of the things that I had to learn to do was to be still, you know, God said, well, and so I had to learn that um, simply because um, I've gone through phases, of course, where I'm always posting, I'm always happy. And then there's things on the back end that I'm dealing with as well, which is part of the and why my Instagram is blank right now. Um, a lot of people look at my Instagram and they're like, why should I have no pictures? And honestly, <laughs> it's part of me right now just kind of being still. Yes, I still use Instagram stories from time to time or whatever, but honestly, I don't want to give anybody anything, you know, to even look at my page to think that things are okay or things are wrong. There's nothing going on right now, honestly. Um, I just don't, I'm being still, you know, I'm just really trying to hear God's voice. I don't really want to put, you know, much on social media or anything like that, but I still kind of want to be involved without being involved, you know? Yeah. Um, But like I said, you know, God said, be still. And that's just kind of what I'm doing right now. Because like you said, I don't want to put off one image or I don't want to, uh, post fails or successes right now. It's just one of those things that, I go up and down with, um, like I said, you know, Instagram is really feeding that comparison wave right now. So for sure, like the um, question, you know, how I ever struggled uh, with comparing myself, of course, I struggle with comparing myself. And uh, lately, honestly, it's been showing up at work, Um, you know, with COVID-19 going on, we are um, doing you know, social distancing and then working from home and working from home is a total different dynamic. I work for a nonprofit and at work, you know, I'm always busy. I do conferences. We usually always, you know, we travel, I think like every three months for a conference. None of that is going on right now. And I think, I don't know if you've ever, uh, I don't know if it's a quote or I know I've seen it where we put our identities in the things that we do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now that things have calmed down, we don't have a conference going on and things of that nature. Um, I'm starting to think like, have I been putting my identity into working and going to school? Like, you know, I'm not so busy and I'm just kind of like, so what am I supposed to be doing? Who am I right now? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I to, and I had to ask my therapist, like, 
I need help working through those things um, because, you know, right now we don't have a lot going on. And I even asked my boss yesterday in our one-on-one meeting, um, is this something I'm supposed to be doing and I'm missing? You know, let me know, tap me on the shoulder because I feel like that I'm slacking right now. And she's like, no, like enjoy your family. Everything doesn't have to be I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. She was like, you know, that we, we did a virtual conference. It was successful. Like, sit in that wind for a minute. Yes. Oh, that's and, good. Yeah, and I just was like, thank you. But I still, deep down inside, Bernie, I still feel like I'm slacking. Oh, that's good. So, I know. So I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, that's one of those things, you know, that comparison will do to you. Because I do have one coworker. You know, we do a total different job and she's been right working and working and working. And I'm like, she still has stuff to do. Now I look like I'm not working. (laughs) Oh, see. I'm so happy you brought up that example because this just shows like comparison can happen anywhere and anything. Mm -hmm. Like literally at work, at home, on social media, like you can be anywhere minding your own grown business and stumble upon comparison. So when you were just talking about, you know, you feel like you're supposed to be going, going, going. It's almost like we're trying to attain stuff and meet our fullest potential. So if you're not doing that, then it can make you feel like you're not operating at 100%, but you are, you know? So I'm happy that you have the boss that you have that told you, look, just sit in that wind for a second. Just sit there, take that in and enjoy, you know, your time. So you know, thank God for that. Something you keep saying is uh, operating at 100 percent and I'm going to flip it and ask you, tell them what operating at 100 percent is like. What do you what do you think that is? Oh, that's good. And I honestly, I think that operating at 100 percent means just giving your very best every day. Like every day I wake up is not um, a good day. Like every day that I live is not a very positive day or I'm not like the happiest person on earth like I try to be, but operating at a hundred percent for me means that I know, and I am grounded in God and I'm grounded in what his word says about me. So right. even on my hard days, I can remember that he's created me in his image. Even on my hard days, I can remember that I'm the head and not the tail above only and not beneath. And it's just kind of learning that like you were saying a moment ago about just being on the go and and always being productive and and learning even in this season to just sit down and just be at rest. I've had so many struggles in my life where I have been the person that's like, always got to go, always got to have a hundred things going on. Mm -hmm. And God has physically had to like snatch me by my hair and like sit down somewhere. And (laughs) and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I rebelled so many times because I'm like, no, like I'm supposed to be moving. I'm supposed to be working. I'm supposed to be doing stuff. I got goals to meet. I got things to do. But Mm -hmm. understanding that I'm not running anything. Like I'm not running that, you know. And with COVID, I feel like he basically snatched everybody by their head and set us down somewhere. But when it comes to like still operating in a hundred at a hundred percent with that, it means just understanding that when I wake up in the morning, like I need to be devoting my day to God. God, what do you want me to be doing today? Like, what does this day being productive today look like for you? And it might mean reading my Bible for an hour. It might mean just laying across the bed, FaceTiming some girlfriends and just, you know, just talking through how we're feeling or just 
doing a couple tasks for work and just going for a walk. Like that might be operating at 100%. It doesn't mean that I'm like cranking out five podcasts for the next five weeks or I'm like, you know, writing whatever. It doesn't mean that I'm like being heavily productive. Sometimes operating at 100% means that I'm giving myself a chance to rest, to reset, to to just be. So when I say that in comparison to other people, it's like me looking at if, 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 for example, if God has me in a a season of rest, but I'm scrolling on social media and all these people look like they're cranking out a hundred things during COVID, Mm -hmm. that can be room, that can leave room for insecurity, but comparisons or anything. But I have to remember that I am operating at 100% by doing what I need to do and just sitting at God's feet and asking him, what is next? What do you want me to be doing in this time? And one big thing I've been saying so much is that I don't want to miss what he's doing in this season. So for for them, it might look like starting three businesses. But for me, it might look like just doing what he told me to do with this podcast and sitting my little self down somewhere and And just understanding that. That's something I had to pause about as well, because, um, you know, always you always kind of assign um, things to God. Honestly, you, know, you do those things and you start them and you say, God told me to. Um, and that was part of the reason, too, of my, you know, me pausing. It was like, you know, I've been saying that this is my calling. I've been saying that this is what God told me to do. And like in my um, episode, I mentioned I'm reading Purpose Driven Life and it made me pause because it was just like, Define your purpose. Really define your purpose. You're saying that this is your purpose, but you might be assigning that to God. He might not be assigning that to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I had to really sit there and listen. You know, like I need I need to be still. Like I told you, going back to being still so I can hear God's voice. Um, right now I'm reading again the battlefield of the mind because, uh-huh. like you said, comparison is the thief of joy. You have all these thoughts in your head. Um, you have thoughts about um, worry. You have thoughts about comparison. You have just different thoughts that just really cloud your mind that'll get in the way of what God really told you to do. So I just really wanted to sit still in his word and just truly understand, is this what he's telling me to do? And am I ready to be as transparent as I claim to be? Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's so funny yeah. that you're reading that book. I just <laughs> I just got it back from my sister yesterday. I'm telling you, that book came out probably in 96 or something, somewhere yeah. around there. Oh, my dude. mama had it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I found it at her house and I was like, oh, I'm going to read this. And then my sister started the plan on the Bible app. So I let her borrow the book. So I just got it back from her yesterday, Khadijah. And I cannot wait to read it. I can't wait to yeah. read it. <laughs> But yeah, like you said it, about, it, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. We're so excited. Go ahead. It's okay. It gets to the point where you do have, you do have to sit down and you got to, you got to put some stuff, some positive things in your mind, God's word in your mind. So I think the book is going to definitely help. For sure. I'm looking forward to it. And, and uh, on top of that, like I'll add to that as actually about sitting still. I have just had a conversation just last night with one of my friends about, you know, how people, constantly attach God to stuff that we want. Like we literally Mm -hmm. will go start something and say, thank you, Lord, at the end of it. Like Mm -hmm. didn't even ask him. And I, who did I first hear say this was a preacher? Who did I first hear say that? And it just, 
it was like four years ago, maybe. I think it was, I don't even remember, but so I'm not going to name drop because I don't know. But <laughs> I just remember hearing that in a sermon and saying like, whoa, you know, that is so true. How many times do we go get a new car, get a new man, get a new whatever and be like, thank you, Lord, for such and such. Well, you never actually prayed to God about it in advance. So when it comes to stuff and, and like you said, sitting still and just saying, God, look is this what you really want me to be doing? Like, is this what I need to be doing? Because we compare ourselves to stuff that we're not even supposed to be in anyway, or it's not our purpose, but because we've convinced ourselves that we're supposed to be there. Like I was saying earlier, being comparing my purpose in the past, or like comparing other myself to other people's highlights, because I think that's what I want. Oh, I want this kind of family. Or I want this and they have it. So I'm jealous, you know, asking God, like, is that what you even want for me? And what do I need to be doing in this season to prepare, to allow you to prepare me for that? Exactly. I agree. That was so good. And I think, it was, I think Michael Todd said something and it wasn't even recently. It might've been like two years ago, honestly. Um, you know, you'll, you'll do something, you'll move a certain way um, and expect God to bless it. And mm-hmm. he won't bless it. You will be upset. But you got to understand that although he ain't, he's not going to bless it, he'll bring you out of it. And he even put you in it because he's uh, on time and a forgiving God. He gives you grace. Come um, on. <laughs> and I, think that, I think that that's like uh, a good example. Um, when I moved to the DMV area, um, I cried for like eight months straight. <laughs> my aunt, we were talking and joking that, uh, yesterday because I surprised my grandmother and she was saying that I gained weight. And, um, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, but now, you, you know, at first I was saying I was too skinny. And my aunt mm. was like, uh, yeah, you, because she lives up there uh, with me. She lives in the DMV with me. And she was like, uh, yeah, at one point I thought you wasn't eating. I was going to have to, I was trying to figure out should I check on you or what? And I, it, it, it it made me giggle. But at that time, I was really struggling. Mm. And I had to, you know, ask myself, I'm like, when I first moved there, I'm like, God, did you tell me to move here? Like, I just up and moved. Like, and I used to, you know, it was just one of the things I used to say all the time that I'm moving, that I'm moving. But did you tell me to go here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting blessed here. I don't have a job I want. My auntie said I'm skinny. Um, honestly, I was I wasn't eating. Glad she didn't ask me because it was the truth. Um, I didn't even reveal those things to anybody. You know, it was one of those things that I just kind of sat in. But I every day I, I cried and I wondered, like, was this something God told me to do, or was it something that I did on my own? Yes. And so, you know, I'm back home seeing my friends go out with each other. I don't have no friends up there. Um, You know, like you said, comparing myself, I'm just like, yes, I feel like I made a better decision, quote unquote. But was this even better? And who is it better for? And why am I trying to be better? Quote unquote. You know, it's a mess. (laughs) Come on. Like the doors of the church about to be open, girl, because I'm telling you so many times I've done the same thing, Khadijah, like making decisions and it's like didn't even ask God about it and then I'm like who am I even doing this for like what's the motives behind all these hashtag goals all these like desires that I'm comparing myself to people and I'm like I said who am I working for come on like seriously for sure so Mm -hmm. I relate so much So when we talk about like overcoming comparisons and, you know, the work that has to be done and doing that, what what kind of things would you say helps you overcome or are helping you even overcome comparisons? Yes. Let's say helping 
overcome comparison because um, I'm definitely still struggling in that area. Um, I would say, number one, being honest with myself. Um, I had to the other day literally sit and pray about a jealous heart. Um, you know, somebody told me something. I'm being completely honest. Um, somebody told me something and I wasn't initially excited. But my outside mind was excited. Like I really was excited, but my inside, like you have to, it's it's a difference. And so, you know, outside I wanted to celebrate and I wanted to be happy uh, about this situation or whatever, but the inside, like that's how, you know, you really got some internal problems Um, and I've had problems or whatever, but I literally sat there and I started praying about a jealous mind, about a jealous heart, because I was like, why? Why do you feel this way inside? This is your outside is showing something totally different because you truly are happy about the situation. But this this inside, this this gotta go. Yes. So number one, like I said, being honest with myself and you know, spending time with God and you know, really what he said about me and uh, what what he has promised for me. And then number two, I would say sitting still again. Um, and that's Again, spending that time with God, being silent um, in the time of noise. Like when there's a lot going on, when you see people posting a lot on uh, Facebook and Instagram with their opinions and um, their highlights and stuff like that, sometimes you just need to sit still in who you are. And then number three, um, see a therapist. Um, I, I, you know, I love mine. For you know, she's definitely helping me through some stuff. Um, we haven't even gotten in probably to the details or the deep end yet. Honestly, we're new to the relationship, um, so we both are still getting to know each other. They know, you know, they said a therapist is like a job interview. <laughs> so at, yeah. any, at any point, you know, you can cut them on, cut them off. Um, so we're still in our beginning stages, but she's already been amazing to me. Uh, thus far. So I would say seek the help that you definitely need. I agree. I agree. um, Also, just being, you know, your strengths. I know one of the things that we are uh, exercising, she asked me, what are my values? I've been um, to a therapist before and she asked me the same question, but she, she asked me like in front of her. And I'm just like, ooh, my values. Like, I don't, I didn't sit in, I didn't sat and thought about that. Yeah. Um, so to ask me that in front of you, I'm like, I don't think I asked any. You know, so we're doing an exercise right now where she's giving me time to work through it and things of that nature. Um, so exercises like that, really digging deep, journaling. It's a lot of things, you know, it, you just got to be honest with yourself first to even get started. I agree. And, and for me, like what's helped and is helping me overcome when comparisons like tries to, you know, slip back in because it, it can and it does mm-hmm. is really just asking God for help. We're removing it. Like, God, please help me with this. Like why? I've had experiences, too, where in my mind I want to be happy for somebody, but in my heart I'm not. Like, yes, why? Weird. Yes, like, why is my head and my heart at war? Like, I don't like it, you know? Um, (laughs) But understanding in that, Khadijah, that I had to ask, um, I had to understand that after asking God to help me with something, when you pray about stuff, the work can't stop at prayer. 
Like nope. there are some things that we pray about that we have to leave it at God's feet. Like, God, look, I'm giving this to you. I have to leave this with you. But there are other things that we literally have to work through. Um, and, and the Bible talks about in James 2.17 that faith without works is dead. And so when we think about that, like if I'm going to have faith that God is going to remove comparison from me, what practical things do I need to be doing on a day to day basis to protect myself from the comparison I would even say demon, you know, yeah. and, it's a and for me, yeah, it's a spirit for sure. And for me, like the thing that helped me or it helps me when that comes up again is to learn how to click that unfollow button sometimes. Mute. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you just can't, sometimes mm-hmm. you just cannot follow people and it might hurt some feelings hearing this or, or saying this or doing this, or even when people, you know, find out that you have unfollowed them, their feelings might be hurt. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's not about them, you know? Yeah. So protecting, yeah. guarding your heart is is so important. And Proverbs talks about that, guard your heart, because out of it flows the issues of life. It says above all else, guard your heart. So if there are accounts or things that are making you feel unconfident or making you compare yourself constantly to them, you have to form that protection with unfollowing. And when I've talked about like operating at a hundred percent, realizing if, if I'm not up, what am I doing? If I'm not operating at a hundred percent, am I not managing my time? Am I not managing my resources, et cetera, in, in whatever season and just kind of taking an inventory of, of myself and, and also an inventory of what I'm comparing. So I love that you brought up seeing a therapist because I've seen one in the past and I I feel like it was just such a beneficial thing. And just understanding that getting to the root means understanding like who told you or what formed or shaped the ideas that we have. So when it comes to comparing my, my relationship status to other people's relationship status, like who told me that I'm not going to get married or I'm not going to have such and such or who told me that I was or who, who said X, Y, and Z? Who said, oh, you're not you're not very pretty or you're not this or you can't speak well or you don't dress well? Like who who told me those things or planted those seeds in me to make me feel like, oh, nobody's going to choose you. Nobody's going to pick you. You're never going to have this kind of love or this kind of life or you're never going to fully walk in purpose. Whatever it is that I may then see something that makes me compare to those inner works or inner thoughts that I have about myself sometimes you know, getting to the root of where those things came from so I can like basically pluck them out. Okay, pluck them out. Pluck them out. And I think it's important to note that when you do get into prayer, understand that it's going to hit you hard. You know, the one thing that you pray about, God is going to throw some tests at you. For sure. You said you really want to work on this. Oh, okay. (laughs) I know I've experienced it for sure. It's like, oh God, give me patience. Then next thing you know, I got a million and one things coming at me that's testing my patience or uh, God, I want to work on comparison. And then next thing you know, you see all these things around you that you quote unquote want that you probably don't even need um, popping up. And you're wondering, these are the things I want. Why are you going to bless me with these? Because God trying to figure out, can you truly handle what you're asking for? Come on. So I think it's important to note that, that y'all got to be ready when you, when you're praying about something. And a lot of times I, I have to sit in my booth like, you really want to say this out loud right now? You really want to pray this right now? Cause you know, he's going to hit you right. You know it, you know it, you know it's about to come right. Like, oh, I can relate so much. <laughs> For yeah. sure.
So when it comes to like advice that you give somebody that's trying to overcome or just somebody that's currently struggling or has struggled, like what, what kind of advice would you give to them? Um, I, like I just said a minute ago, you got to be honest with yourself first. That's one of the things that I definitely had to learn to do in every area that I was struggling with. Um, you got to be honest with yourself. You got to really sit down and say, this is what I am dealing with. And I think, um, you know, even outside people, the people that you have holding you accountable, um, tell them if you trust them in that way. You know, find some people around you that, that are going to hold you accountable, that love you just as you love yourself or even probably love you then more than you love yourself. Because a lot of us struggling, you know, with loving ourselves more than we love other people. So mm-hmm. love yourself first and then also be honest with yourself and be honest uh, with the people around you. You say, hey, this is something that I'm dealing with, you know. Um, yes. Or if you want to you want to see a therapist, if you can't, if you feel like you don't have friends that you can talk to these things about. I have both. Honestly, I have my friends. But at the same time, I realize, OK, my friends are going through some things, too. Let me take my issues outside of our friend circle just because I want a different perspective, you know? Yes. And a lot um, of times we need that. Need that different perspective. Definitely. And then also dig into what God said. Like truly, um, everything is in that Bible. Everything that's our manual to life. You can easily get on Google and say, "What does the Bible say about comparison? What does the Bible say about jealousy? What does the Bible um, say about you know injustice or reward or friends who turn their back on you? You can find everything in that Bible. It's a story. Everything. (laughs) Everything. Definitely. Yeah. And I'll just add, you know, like I said before, too, we got to learn to protect ourselves. You know, if there are things right off the bat that you can say, make you compare yourself or make you want to compare yourself to other people, then I would say that's one of the first things to do after you start praying about it is remove the things that you can physically remove from yourself so that you can guard your heart. Um, And the other the big thing that I would say when it comes to like advice to help you rid yourself of comparison is just recognizing that there's purpose in God's body. We Mm -hmm. are God's body. We are his church. And in first Corinthians 12, like you said, it's so, you know, everything's in the Bible. So we can literally click Google, Google, tell me scriptures about comparison. Tell me, like you said, jealousy, envy, whatever. Um, Even just what does God say about me? And you'll find scriptures about the things that he said about each of us and his love for us. But if you look at first Corinthians 12, like just read the whole chapter, because it literally breaks down the fact that we're all a part of God's body. No part of the body is better than another part. So you can't say to the hand, I don't need you. You can't say to the eye, I don't need you. But the thing is, if you just look at the human body and every part of our body that has that works together on a day-to-day basis um, to make light, make us be alive, basically, until the Lord says different, um, what would we be without a hand? There are people who live without hands, but they have to adjust and then learn how to operate if that hand is not functioning. So you as a hand are just as important as somebody who's a heart, who's an eye, who's an ear or whatever. So reading that chapter will give you a better, you know, understanding of our role in the body of Christ, but also understanding that just what that says is how we should live our life. Like 
everybody has purpose. So just because you're seeing somebody else highlight their purpose or highlight their life, you have something too. And even when it comes to like both of us having podcast platforms, people yeah. sometimes compare themselves because they say, oh, well, these are similar YouTube channels. I have a friend that wants to start a YouTube and one of her thing, you know, that um, the comparison demon has been like trying to attack her with is just, oh, there are so many YouTube channels right now. Mm-hmm. And I told her literally, nobody's going to do a YouTube channel like you're going to do a YouTube channel. Exactly. There are millions of people on this world starting YouTube's podcasts, blogs, whatever. But at the end of the day, somebody, even if it's just one person, needs to hear what you have to say or what you have to write and and how God has used you in that platform, in that space. So just understanding that comparing ourselves to other people um, is, is doing ourselves a disservice because if we truly understand that we have purpose in God's body and we are necessary in his body. That'll help us with understanding that the world needs what we have. Right. And it's amazing looking, you know, on the outside looking in um, because I have a friend who wants to start a YouTube channel as well. And you know, she has a family and um, I think their son is like two and they are amazing to me. Um, but mm-hmm. we were just sitting and talking about it and she was just like, uh, I didn't like the way I look today. I was on record. But and I'm like, any other day you are fly and I'm sure you fly today. I don't see you right now, but. I don't know what's going on, but girl, push record, you know? Yes. And so I even told her, I said, look, I understand what you're talking about. I made two podcast episodes and I ain't done it in like four weeks. I get it. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like the sound of my voice. But I said, but at the end of the day, um, just like I said before, if you're reaching out and, and one person is hearing you, you're reaching, you know, who you're supposed to reach that day. Yep. So, you know, you know, keep putting it off and procrastinating like that's that's helping nobody It's doing you such a, a disservice. I agree. I agree 100 percent. So if there is there anything else you want to add to like, you know, wind us down, close us out. Um, I definitely with the whole comparison thing, um, I just think that. We got to get it out of our minds. That's what it is. Um, when you said uh, about protecting yourself, you do. The unfollow button is uh, a, a gem. The mute button is a gem because you want, you know, you want to be able to enjoy these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you want to be able to uh, participate just like everyone else participates. Um, but it's like, how can you get these things out of your head? Um, I know for sure, and this is nothing against them or anything, but I don't even follow the shade room. Um, oh, me either. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that page, girl. <laughs> and I was for a while, but I was like, I no longer want things like that. And that's nothing to do with necessarily comparison. I just didn't even want the junk in my life. You know what yes. I'm saying? With, you know, celebrities and their business. And I'm like, these people are normal. They can't even live a normal life. So I just had to unfollow that. So that's just like anything else. Unfollow what's not serving you. Mute what's not serving you. I had to mute a couple people or whatever, just based on the things and their opinions and things that they were saying or certain things that they were posting. And I'm like, is, is that for me? Are they referring to me? And I'm like, uh-uh, let's go ahead and mute that. So I won't even react to it, you know? Yeah. So I would definitely, like you said, protect yourself, protect your mind, protect your peace, be honest with yourself, be honest with your circle. Um, that's important. And um, seek a therapist, get help. You know, if you can't, you can't handle it alone, get help, get some help.
I agree. I agree. And I just add one one more final closing thought. Um, you mentioned it at the very beginning of of this, and I, you probably forgot what you hit on the recording. <laughs> but um, I had it in my notes too. It's so funny how God works and just how how I, I just love it. But comparison is a thief of joy. Theodore Roosevelt, mm-hmm. like that quote. Is is so true because as we compare ourselves, sometimes a lot of times, all the time, even I reach as far as to say that prevents us from truly living our fullest potential. And so it's just important to know that you know as you compare yourself, that's potentially taken away from the joy that you can have in your everyday life. And right. just understanding that we are not alone in this journey. Like Khadija and I live in two different states, do two different things, you know, and we equally been successful at tons of things but to know that we've still struggled with comparing ourselves to other people just it makes my heart smile in this moment not because we've struggled or are struggling with that but just to know like you are not alone you're not alone right. on that journey and there are other people so just two be cautious worlds. of yeah two different worlds and just be cautious that you you know you can talk to people like Khadijah really emphasized the importance of having support around you, um, be it friends, family, a therapist or what have you. But just understanding that, you know, there are people experiencing this, too, and people who have overcome it. So you can do the same thing. Exactly. And just because people don't talk about it don't mean they're they're not experiencing it. I think a lot of times we look at it the opposite way. I know I've seen something on uh, Facebook where it was just like, well, if I'm really living a happy life, I don't have to post it on social media. True. But also, you know, you don't also don't post your your low moments either. You know, right. so what are you really put like? It's you know that's that social media thing. That's a whole probably different topic. And then earlier, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> earlier when I did say you know comparison is deep of joy, I think I heard it so many times. I said God said it, honey. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yes, I've heard it so many times. At this point, it is stamped in the Bible somewhere. But exactly. And then, like you said, we live in total different places. We come from probably two total different worlds. Um, you know, definitely in college, two total different worlds and things of that nature. So, coming together to show people that. Everybody is experiencing this. Like this is this is what happens, um, and you should be comfortable, like comfortable in it. Sometimes you have to sit through your your lows and your sorrows or um, your mishaps or whatever to get out of, um, you know, truly become who you are. I think one of the things that I had to recognize and I had to make other people around me recognize is my journey don't look like yours. Yours does not look like mine. I'm going to experience some, uh, experience some things that you may not experience and you're going to experience some things that I won't experience. It just will not be the same. And either way, we're going to come out on top. Things happen to us for a reason. I had to hurt this way to get to where I am today. I had to not get that job to get to where I am today, you know? Yep. And so. then on top of that, too, your story matters. Because you've been through those things and because you had to experience what you've experienced um, and it's different than anybody else's, that's that's all the more reason why you should share it and share it boldly because there are so many people, like you said, who don't share or don't feel the need to share it. I don't know a lot of people out there that's sharing their lows. I don't. And so to know, like, 
the fact that you can be transparent about it, the fact that you can share it or or God is working through you to be confident in that. I just trust and believe that he's using that. And that's not just for you, Khadija, but that's for anybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Those of us, all of us have been through things. And a lot of times we're going through these things because it's meant to help somebody else along the way. And so as we learn to overcome comparisons or overcome jealousy, envy, whatever may be brewing or, you know, taking taking shelter in our heart. Like I just, my prayer for us is that as we overcome, we don't overcome with um, shame. We don't overcome with fear of being transparent about it and then helping free other people from the things that we've become free from. Yes. On that note, I think that's a good ending right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 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 I agree. Well, yes, thank you so much, Khadija. I'm happy about this collaboration. Girl, we can do it anytime, okay? Exactly. We, like I said, it's plenty of subjects that we probably can go on and on and on about. We probably could have went on and on and on about this one. So. <laughs> yes, for um, sure. Thank you, Berenice, for having me, for sure. Thank you for holding me accountable. Thank you for checking <laughs> in. <laughs> Yes, girl. And you post this episode and I'm going to look up in about two weeks. I'm going to be like, all right, where you at? Where you at? Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome, girl.